Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. I've been receiving some questions and it just kind of prompted me to decide, all right, let's go all the way back to the basics because I realized that I haven't really talked verbally about my perspective of what human design is, how it works, and the difference between traditional human design and human design 2.0 and all of the other things. So I am going to create a little mini-series called Back to the Basics, where we are going to go through everything that you need to know at first, which I do have an actual PDF ebook download. It's like 22 pages. It completely goes through all of the, I think it's like four things that you need to know when you're first starting out, which is your definition, the centers, your authority, and your type. So if you want that, I will link it in the description below, but let's get into just verbally talking about it, whereas the workbook is more for reading it and there's some journal pages and like implementation pages to make sure um, if you wanted to do that. It's more like a learning material. Anyways, so what is human design? To me, and I also want to denote here that All of what I say is my perspective, my belief, and my knowledge, and it comes from me to the best of my abilities. If there is something that comes from somebody else, like a quote or a metaphor or whatever it is, I will try to remember who I heard it from and I will let you know. Um, I learned human design from mainly from Eden Carpenter and Jenna Zoe. I'm a little bit more partial to Eden because she explains it in a more applicable, practical way, which is how I prefer to learn, as we talked about in the last episode. And with Jenna Zoe, I really, that's where I did my certification, but it wasn't as practically applicable. It was more from the knowledge base, which I completely loved because, again, I like having both. I think they both have a basis, but if you were asking me personally who I would go to to actually learn all of it, I would go to Eden. I have so many of her courses because legitimately, I think I have like nine of them. And at some point here soon, I'm going to be taking the SSCC, which is the Sacred Success Coaching Certification, which goes through everything in human design. And then I plan to specialize even past that. Like Eden is a huge role model for me. I absolutely love her. I'll link her in the description as well, and I will link the um, Jenna Zoe as well. Anyways, getting back to it. So what is human design? Human design to me is the ultimate tool to achieving what you want in your life. So this could be finding happiness. Human design can help you do that. This could be making money. Human design can help you do that. This could be improving your relationships. Human design can help you do that. This can be understanding yourself. Human design can help you do that. This can be learning how to parent better, learning how to learn better, learning how to eat the correct way for your body, learning how to be more mindful and more in your body, learning how to be in alignment with the energy in your body, learning what your own skills and gifts and unique talents are, pretty much anything that you can think of is in your human design chart. 
There is so many possibilities, which is actually why my business is called Limitless Human Design. Because there's so much within it that you can do that I think the choices are just so vast that many people don't realize how much they can actually use it for. Hence, Limitless Human Design. And at some point, I do also believe that I am going to be creating my own certification course because I tend to make my own understandings and have different words for different things in the way that I not only can understand it from the knowledge standpoint, but can also apply it as well. So when I create my certification or my learning course or whatever it is, it's definitely going to be very simple, practical, and usable. So that way, when you learn it, you know exactly how to use it. So that's what human design is to me. Right now for human design, I teach it. I talk about it. I help guide people into embodiment with it. I like talking about business with it. And I like talking about manifestation with it. Because those are generally the top topics that help people achieve big goals in their life. So if you wanted to, I don't know, get your dream home or find the perfect career for yourself. Those are exactly what I help with because I think that's the most exciting things to really start your life off with when you get into human design after you learn about who you are, what your talents and skills are, how you're meant to be in the world, and then you could just use it as a tool to achieve those. So it's the ultimate tool for achievement of anything that you want in your life. So why does human design work? So human design is a synthesized system and synthesized just means that it is combining other systems that were already around to make a new system. So think of synthetic. There's synthetic fabrics or synthetic, I mean, artificial Christmas trees. You know, these things are synthetic. They are made of different materials to be something. So it's a synthesized system made from other systems. The systems that it is made up of is the chakra system, the Kabbalah, the Western I Ching, or sorry, the Western astrology, Eastern I Ching, epigenetics, well, quantum physics, whichever one you prefer to denote, denote it as, the hexagrams. And I don't remember if I already said it or not yet, but the um, Kabbalah Tree of Life. So I think that was all the systems. Yeah, yeah. I put it, I put a very brief section about it in the Simply Human Design Basics guide, if you really want to know. But to me, it's not necessarily more about why it works. It's the fact that it does. And then it's, to me, just experimenting and proving to ourselves that it does work. So... It works because all of these other systems work. All of these other systems are based off of ancient wisdoms, science, and things that we have collected data on over the past however many thousands of years. And it all beautifully comes together to give you a blueprint of what your energy is and how your energy wants to work what you are here to do, how you are here to fulfill your purpose, and all the other things we talked about earlier. Okay, take a second, let this sink in, 
and we'll be right back. So that is why it works. And if you wanted to look into those individual systems, by all means, go for it. Because there is, again, back to the limitless human design, there is so much information on human design that you could literally study it for the rest of your life and probably still have more to study with it. Because of the fact that each system has its own nuances and all of those systems are in the human design system. So just think about how many layers there are to every single thing. And that's not even everything that affects your chart. Because think about it, you as a person, I'll bring up the uh, nature versus nurture debate. You've lived an entire life before you knew about human design. Every single thing that you have been through, every way that you look at life, every experience that you've had, every conditioning that you have picked up, everything that you have deconditioned before you even knew about human design. So like if you've already been doing shadow work and mindset work and all of these different things, before you found human design, your path, your journey is going to be so uniquely different than anybody else's. And that is beautiful. And yet, even though we are all so different, so nuanced and so different, we are still so similar as well because we all have a human design chart. We all have all of the centers in our body. We all have all of the channels. It's just what we consistently feel in our definition and what we consistent or inconsistently feel through our openness. So the founder of human design was... Um, I think it's like his alias or his nickname. I don't really know what to call it, but he was called Ra Aruhu. And he went on this vast journey. I don't remember how long ago. Again, I'm not as much about the details of why it works. I just know that it does. And I have helped so many people use it so far. Again, there is a very small blurb about this in the Simply Human Design Basics Guide, and you can Google Ra Aruhu and find so much information on him. He was an amazing person. He brought us an amazing system. He was a 5-1 emotional manifester, I believe. And, I mean, that totally fits for him bringing this totally new system to us. And we'll go into the types as well, um, the types and probably the authorities as well. So now I also want to talk about how traditional human design differs from human design 2.0, or lovingly called the new paradigm of human design. Traditional human design is what pretty much the system as it was when Ra'aruhu first brought it to us. The people that you find in traditional human design are more strictly by the book and by what Ra said himself because they've studied with him and it makes more sense to them about that. However, for me, that doesn't work. Like any other science and any other possible thing in the universe, things evolve. Things change, things move forward, things adapt. There's evolution. And it's kind of like understanding, okay, well, we thought the atom or like the molecule was the smallest thing that there could have ever have been. And then they finally had something, a tool to split that open and a whole mess of crap came out. I don't remember where I heard that. 
<laughs> that um, quote from before. I think it might have been Big Bang Theory, but just they split it open because they thought it was the smallest thing possible, and they split that open, and a whole mess of crap came out. It's the same thing as, like, everybody used to think that the Earth was flat until they experimented, they explored, and they found out that it was spherical. And it's like any other possible system, again, any other thing that you can think of. We have evolved so much. Plants, animals, I mean, perspectives, beliefs, religions, who, like everything has evolved over time. And this is what Human Design 2.0 is pointing out and is bringing to the world. And we call it the new paradigm. The paradigm, a paradigm itself is a collective or standard way of seeing something, of being, of having a perspective, of believing. A paradigm is kind of this umbrella term of what is. So right now, we are in a certain paradigm. We think a certain way as a society. We have certain problems as a society. We've I mean, the Industrial Revolution, the Golden Age, like all of these different times were its own paradigm. And now we are getting into the new paradigm of human design. So a new way of looking at human design. So that is the absolute basic of what is human design? What does it do? What does it tell us? How does it work? what systems it's made of, who the founder is, what the difference between human design traditional is and 2.0 is, and my personal perspective on it. Let me know if this helped you, and I can't wait to see you next week. Mm -hmm.